give me two seconds. I'm just going to do that. I'm actually going to get my donut out. Oh, yeah. Should I get the donut then, too? Should you get the donut? Absolutely, dude. Get the donut out. Do what you're going to do. All right. I have, like... I always have the sounds because it's always, this is not a sound booth. This is literally my garage that yeah. I have like, confiscated and taken over. And basically I'm, uh, you know, I'm a squatter in the corner of my garage. It's all right, man. But here's, I got one question before you start here, man. Yeah. Do you I think? have two donuts here, right? Okay. And one, uh, I don't know which one to do. One's a Boston Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're, you're, we, oh, you son of a bitch. So you're asking me which one you should do. Okay, so you got a BC. Okay, so you got a BC. So one's a Boston cream, and the other one's like a, 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 a vanilla cheesecake cream center with like a raspberry jelly on the top. I don't even know what to say with that. Like, okay. Yeah, these are like, these are like high-end ones, man. They're like $5 a piece, bro. Dude, you spent $5 on donuts? No, 10 No, I know, $10 but five, $5 for one donut. Pretty much. Hey, listen, I'm coming on the Unreasonable Grounds podcast, man. Dude, this is a, like, I know I've already pressed the record button. We're already started anyways. I, I yeah, love this yeah, side so of it, but I, I had to, I had to get some gangster ass shit for this fucking podcast. What so are you dude, about? so you've got, it's $5 po- like donuts, like, and you got LMD stuff going. That's the thing. You're rocking, you're down in the LMD, you're in the lower mainland and you're fa- yeah, fancy yeah, donuts. So, uh, no, but you, hey, you're on the island, man. You guys got some good places on the island. Okay, repping the island hard. I will say that yes, they have some okay places on on the island. Um, yeah. Nowhere in comparison to what I've heard is over on the mainland. But yeah, no, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I, was, I was just rocking around New Westminster. I went to this place called Donut Terrier or something, and um, they do like just all freshly made every single day or whatever. So I was like, you know what? Let's get this one. It'd be pretty yummy. <laughs> all right, I'm so crush it right now, I I will say if it were up to me. I have to go with the BC. It's always going to be a Boston cream all day long if I had one. I actually didn't go with the Boston cream today anyways, but uh, oh, when sure. I, I went different and just because the thing looked like the most absurd Tim Hortons donut I've ever seen. But uh, dude, I don't know. Go with, go with what you got. If you're feeling okay. it, if it, like, if it were a running day, if you're just like, screw it, I'm going to go with the cheesecake thing or whatever the hell it is, yeah. then go with it. Me personally, <laughs> me personally, yeah, yeah. I would say... People need to stop messing with donuts. People ought to stop throwing like coconut shavings on top mm-hmm. and like, listen, it's a donut. Okay, Just keep I, I, it I'm going to stop you right there. No, no, no. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> okay. I don't know what kind of bullshit you're talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me explain something to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my food, when I eat my food, it's pretty bland and boring. I, you know, I, 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 um, I prep it every day. I have my meals or whatever. But when I eat, and when I indulge, it's not really with savory stuff. It's more with sweet. Yeah. So I like to, when I indulge with my sweets, I, I don't want to like some plain, boring-ass stuff. I, I get some good stuff because it's, it's a treat for me. And I need to savor it. And I fully, thoroughly enjoy it. So not that there's anything wrong with a Tim Hortons donut whatsoever. But when I'm coming on for a special occasion... Uh, such as this podcast. Did you, wait, wait, wait. Did uh, you knock down the OG of donuts? Did you say like, knock this, go get some Tim Hortons? No, no, I, I didn't. No, I was just okay, saying. Okay. I was just, I was just, I was just. All right, all right. Listen, all right. You, I can't control how you hear me. <laughs> I, I might have heard it another way, but that's fine. We're knocking OG, okay. the, uh, the OG no, but, these days. So, uh, having said that, maybe we'll go with the Boston cream real quick. Okay. And okay. then depending on how that is, I might have the other one anyway. All right. Well, don't eat it yet. We already made that oh, mistake. Okay, okay. One of the other guys, okay. we ended up having a colleague on the podcast recently. And before we can get through it, he was talking about his donut. It's Eric and, and we love Eric, but he grabbed the donut and literally shoved <laughs> it into his mouth. And I was like, dude, you, you like you have to break donut. 
You can't mm-hmm. just like jump on and automatically like just throw it in your mouth. Everybody's got to cheers. Everybody's got to do the tradition, yeah, right? I'm, I'm waiting for you. Let's do it. Uh, is there a special sort of ceremony we need to do? So, na- so now that yeah. we've, we, now we've trash talked donuts a little bit, I want to welcome everybody to the Unreasonable Grounds podcast. I've got Sachin Lati, the man Satch in motion on the podcast to talk about, well, you know what? We are just literally going to bullshit. And it is going to be a chat about the 100 kilometer run that you did back in November, the cause yep. that you're supporting and everything that's going around with you lately. Now, okay. if anybody's unfamiliar with Satch, my God, crawl out from under the rock that you're living under and walk out there, get on social media, wherever it might be, get on Instagram, get on wherever it might be and check out Satch in Motion. Now, obviously, a recent hack in the account, so thankfully, yeah. we were going to get this back up and going, yeah. but Satch is a fellow first responder, and he has honored me and Mike and everybody else. It's just me tonight, but honored me with coming on the podcast and having a, a quick conversation with us. Listen, man, there's a tradition we go through this whole thing, Satch, because I actually want to get into the full chat in this one, so we got to break donut first and foremost. I'm good, man. What do you got today? What do you got for donut? I have a Boston cream uh, donut, and I ain't gonna lie, it feels like it weighs like five pounds. Like five, like it's turbo loaded, dude. Put that up beside your face for a second. Here, here, wait, 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 just so you can see. That yeah. is a huge Boston cream. This thing ain't getting around, man. And dude, you were telling me that it was like you spent five bucks on that donut, which is like high yeah. echelon donut buying here. That you, well, I like, mean, it's a, it's a Michelin star place, you know. Like it's not fucking around. It's five dollars a donut. <laughs> What's uh? What uh? Where'd you get it from? You you gotta let everybody know. This is the crazy yeah, thing so about the podcast. In, uh, 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 it's rolling around in New Westminster, and there's a place called Donateria on Columbia Street, six five six Columbia Street. And I rolled in there, and they had a pretty good selection. And I picked this Boston cream. Um, yeah, you know you can't go wrong with a Boston cream, so I figured why not. Man, I'm I'm stoked. I gotta say, I am jealous that you get to have these places to go check out in the middle of the afternoon. I'm lucky. I live on Vancouver Island, Mid Island, so to speak, and there's nothing open past 5 p.m. I, you know, I, I could have gone to other couple of different places, but everywhere in my area, Oceanside area, Nanaimo, Parksville, Qualcomm Beach, everything closes up or the donuts sell out before whatever time. So I never yeah, have the opportunity true. to do that. And I also I want to have something. I don't know if we're calling the OG fresh. You know, it is Tim's, but uh, I want to have something that's reasonably fresh. So in this case, for my choice tonight is going to be a, I'm going to have to show it to you as well, because you're so gracious enough to go and show me yours. I've got the old fashioned glazed, but it literally looks like there's a river of glaze that they decided to cake this thing in a little bit more than usual. So we got the glaze is important. We've got, well, absolutely. It's got a serious, and you know what? We always say, you know what? It's a good donut when you got the drying rack lines on the bottom and they're not simulated like uh, Burger King goes and throws the, the red or black stripes on the uh, chicken these days. But uh, let's do this, buddy. Let's go and nail it. Let's, uh, let's cheers this and take a big old cheers. bite. We get some okay. sound effects from the chewing and uh, we start it off. So thank you very much for coming on, brother. Cheers. Yeah, man. My pleasure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. So you know what? That's a... Uh, that's a five dollar donut. Get out of here! It's a good five dollar donut, man. It's worth the five bucks. It's got like three pounds of Boston cream inside the fucking center, man. Like the Bavarian like, cream. Yeah, like it's like straight up. Like look at that. Like how much fucking squeezy cream? Like that's a lot. <laughs> it's like literally a loaf. Yeah. That like I think no, honestly, I think they use brioche bread or something, man. It's not like a regular donut. It's like a heavy, denser dough. Like it's 
like you can hurt someone with that thing, man. Like it's you can heavy. like throw it against the wall. You could actually probably get an assault causing bodily harm. Uh, I think so. <laughs> charge for throwing it at somebody. I think so. I think so, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And, and again, you know, I've said it on the podcast a couple different times. I used to work at uh, at Tim Hortons. I did a very short stint after my first time coming back from training uh, when I came back mm-hmm. injured. And I was uh, doing the slag in the bakery in the back. I was wearing the white stuff coming in, you know, in the morning in the white baker's suit that never stays white. And yeah, yeah. I was always jammed up because I used to give everybody extra uh, filling. You would always go and pump the donut into the little spike thing, the jelly mm-hmm. container, and it, sh- you know, shoves it in. And I remember my manager and the owner there was getting pissed at me because they're like, oh, you're putting too much in. It's, you know, it costs too much money to go. And I'm like, how much like, can it cost though? I'm like, that's how you make donuts, man. Don't cheap yeah. out. You do no. a double. They're like, you're bu- you're busting out the bottom of the donut every time. And I'm like, and everybody having that donut's going to thank me later. So you know what? Yeah. And you, that customer is going to come back for more, right? So how much, uh, how much are you losing now? Yeah, they were always no. coming back until I left Makes the place. Sense. I was like, screw it, I'm going to go join the Mounties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. That's Listen, the reason why I brought you on again and was I've been following, you know, you and I met for the first time back in 2015 up in uh, yeah. northern BC. And then just so happens that we kind of cross paths again on the social media stuff, especially with the podcast. And I happened to click on and see that you're, you were doing something absolutely nuts. You know, some people will see it as nuts, but it's something really, really unique was that you were going to be getting into a 100K run for charity. So, and if nobody's familiar with it, it was the run to remember, right? Yeah. So that that was, uh, I guess the lead up and everything would have been back in the summer, like late summer, early fall. Yeah. So I'd say like um, probably August is when I really started going on social media and trying to get some more exposure for the for the fundraising of the event and mind you like i had never fundraised before so it was all new to me and my social media wasn't public and so i made it public and so all this stuff was new for me so still trying to figure it all out but uh yeah i started kind of talking about it and trying to ramp up my social media and get exposures you know august of uh, last year okay so that comes around in August. You start going out in the public a little bit more, and you you were a natural. Let me tell you, when you jumped on, because it was just like full bore. You, you see some people, and it's like little taps, little stories here and there, and it's just like every day you were just on it, showing people like, listen, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. But let's step back a little bit, because we all know yeah. that these types of things don't just miraculously happen and fall into place. What mm-hmm. like how did this whole thing start? How did it start? Was it like uh, you know? Tell me what was the catalyst for bringing on sure. this idea for the run to remember? So the run to remember itself, the concept of the entire run probably started last year. Like just oh sorry, in twenty twenty, <clears throat> like just the beginnings of the idea, and then really formalized last February or March of twenty twenty one. Well, actually, yeah, and around about that time. So I started running because of the pandemic, right? Um, I, I'm fairly active and I work out all the time, lift weights, jiu-jitsu and whatnot. No, I wasn't really much of a runner, but because of the pandemic, I was uh, forced to come up with alternatives to maintain my, my physical activity. And I, <clears throat> the reason why I wanted to maintain my physical activity is obviously because I, I want to stay fit, but it was a, a main, main sort of tool that I used to manage my mental health as well. Earlier last year, actually last February, I had a major depressive episode and I was dealing with major sort of uh, anxiety and depression. The last few years, uh, I went through a divorce and separation, all that kind of stuff, right? So in the midst of all of this, the, pandek- the pandemic's happening and then I can't work out, right? So I'm at a, 
it's you know a major major low place in my life because I can't do the things that are kind of helping me out. So what do they say? Necessity is the mother of invention, right? So I never ran. I, I hated running. Even in high school, I used to wrestle in high school. Even on the wrestling team, I was the worst runner. Just hated it. But at the time, I had just finished reading David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. and his Fantastic book, right? book, by the way. Fantastic. It, yeah. I, and I agree with you 100%. And for some reason, uh, that book resonated with me. Not all of it, but parts of it did. And um, so I thought, you know what? I've tried a lot of things. Okay, let's go for a run. And um, so I started running, not very much, uh, very small amounts, you know, maybe uh, try to work my way up to three, five Ks a week kind of thing. And then from there, so then that's where I started kind of like going all in. I started focusing a bit more and that's uh, a byproduct of my uh, mental health, right? Like I get kind of obsessive and, and for some reason it's with like difficult physical activities that I, I, I try to like really get into. And for some reason um, I got really obsessed with trying to improve my running. And um, so I was trying to figure out different ways to do that. And and it was always longer distances runs because I always valued the uh, how difficult something like that is, right? Like not not an average individual can run significant amounts of kilometers in one go. And for me, that was impressive. And I've heard, I had a colleague at work who who um, who introduced me to these types of things about ten years ago. And back ten years ago, I was like, "You're nuts!" But <laughs> but you know, like um, talking to him, that's kind of where it germinated in my mind. Well, hey man, what's what's that about? And then you know, listen to Rogan, you hear different endurance athletes on there and then you know okay now i'm gonna ask a few more questions to see and then for me i've always something about that mindset man like i just wa- always wanted to kind of like see how i could get that and i never really had it like i mean i tried to figure it out over time but i think my mental health kind of stopped me from developing even further yeah you, you can't and, just fabricate that that's the thing especially like you say you're talking yeah. a little bit more about the challenge it's the yeah. challenge of seeing that that number, and I, you know, I, I totally understand you when you say it was a, it was getting obsessed with something, and then you see that. And me, it's the same thing with numbers. If I'm in there, it's like stats, you know, especially yeah. with running it at them, stats, stats, stats. I'm like, what is my 5K? What's my 10K? What's my 20? Right. But then you look at it and you're like, damn, I could probably do a 60. How do I get there? So you know, right. I totally get the challenge thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Exactly what you just said there is basically okay. Let me see. Can I do this? Can I do that? How does this person do this? And I can't do that. That's horseshit. How do I do it? And it's almost just trying to figure it out, problem solving it. And so for me, I was I wanted to figure out how to do that. And so I started running more and more, and then eventually getting to the point where I was running fifty or sixty k a week. But I would do that twice a week. So I'd do like let's say a Tuesday it would be like a half, and yep. then uh, Saturday I was originally it was like I would only run two days a week. 21 kilometers on a Tuesday. And then uh, Saturday, I was trying to work my way up to 42K. And then, uh, so I got up to about 30K on that Saturday. And then I started reevaluating because I wasn't progressing to the level that I wanted to. And the reason why, how I can say that is because I know my body, I've done a lot of physical activity and I, I just know what I can do. And um, I was like, why am I not getting faster? Why why am I always in pain? Why What's going on? So I started doing some research, reading various different um, YouTube channels and, <clears throat> and whatnot. And then I came down to Cameron Haynes. 
right? Yep, looking at Cam, yep. Yeah, and then I just thought, this guy's in his 50s, and he's running 42K a day. How does he do that? Yeah, how's that even possible? When you look at him, especially he's got a full-time job, you know, yep. he's got everything yep. he's got going on with the hunting, he's got everything yep. with, with the archery and that, and then on top of that, you see him just knocking out these insane daily runs. Yeah, so then I was like, okay, well, he's 50-something, I'm younger, and I'm better, so I should be able to do that. At least that's the thought process in my head, right? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, fine, so then from having that sort of discussion with myself, I was like, okay, all right, I get it. I have to run every day. I was only running twice a week. So then I made, I came to the conclusion, I got to run every day now. So then, then I started a, a challenge for myself to see if I could run 21K a day. And I started off with doing 11 kilometers a day. Yep. So I did that. So I, it took me 10 weeks and I went up to 21K a day. And then once I got to 21K, then I was like, okay, I'm, I know what I'm doing a little bit now. And I can foresee doing 42K a day. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. Like even like, I, I understand looking at Haynes and Haynes, you look at the guy and you're like, okay, he's a hardworking blue collar kind of guy working the everyday job, not a super athlete. Well, no, that's not the case at all. The guy is a super athlete. If he's going out there and doing the full marathon distance and let's face it, dude, a lot of the time he's not doing road runs. He's doing trail. He's doing everything else. Like you see some of like the bad waters and you look at, I'm sure that guy's going to step on the course in UTMB one day. But you take a look at what he's doing, and that's absolutely nuts. So yeah, yourself, like looking at a 21K a day, like that's a half marathon a day, getting yeah. that in. And just, I can only imagine the pounding on the knees and the body. Yeah, no, yeah, no, um, all good points. <clears throat> so the difference between, let's say, a Goggins or let's say a, uh, a Cameron Haynes, at least from my perspective, the difference is, is they've been doing it longer. That's it. That's it. If I was doing the same thing they've been doing for 20 years, I'd be doing the same thing. It's period, right? Because in under a year, I trained myself to run 100 kilometers. I did that. In under a year, I got a ton of stuff to get myself prepared to do something. No, I'm not trying to be, be disrespectful whatsoever, but this is the mindset that I have to switch on yep. to be able to push myself and drive myself to do something that I've I never done before. And most people doubt that I can do it. And so I have to figure out a way to really motivate myself to get fired up because really in my mind and i know you want to talk about the 100k and i'm more than happy we can discuss it but really in my mind that 100k was just a super concept for me just to see if i could do it it's a stepping stone that's it i'm it's already in the rearview mirror i'm done with it now yep like i'm not even thinking about it i'm thinking about doing 600 six 100ks this year but really that's not even really getting me up i'm thinking about 2025 that's what i'm thinking about i'm thinking about 2025 running six thousand kilometers in under six months that's what i'm thinking about i'm thinking about raising a million dollars in in that year for veterans and first responders that's what i'm thinking about so this year and last year is just a stepping stone the year after that's just a stepping stone to get all that done. That's it. Yeah. No, dude. And that, and that's the thing it's, it's getting fired up about it. And that's, you know, I, I completely understand it. I feel it. It's just, I went through the exact same thing when I started running myself. And, and my biggest thing was, is, uh, I had a bit of awakening when I was trying to get back into law enforcement. I was obviously still in law enforcement, but, um, I was working, uh, in a plainclothes section for a very long time, or at least what it felt like a very long time. And I started putting all the, all that weight. So I totally get it, dude. When I started getting back into it and I started having to switch into that gear, man, I couldn't run, uh, 150 meters without feeling like I was absolutely gassed, mm -hmm. but you have to switch that out. I was like, you know what? Um, my big goal was I've got a 5k coming up 
I could pro or I could I, I could schedule a 5k on the road because I don't want to embarrass myself standing around all these people and shaking and jiggling and stuff like that and I'm just going to go and do that and I, I don't know how many times I failed at it and I was just like this sucks like god damn it I can't do this and that but you have like you said you have to change that mental mentality of you know that focus and that that drive into uh, nothing's going to stop me I'm just yeah, gonna I mean, I'm I, doing this yeah like I think like I think when people like everyone's different right and everyone to get things done, everyone has different motivations, different ways that they get amped up or whatever it is. Everybody's different. I know how I need to get myself fired up. That's the only person that I know how to get fired up. And sometimes I need to make shit up. Like sometimes I do in my head. Like, oh, this person's talking shit that I need to do this and prove this, that, and the other. Whatever it takes, I don't give a f- like if it if it if I need to change my mentality to get something done, I'm going to try to figure out a way to do that. Um, especially when it comes to doing what we're trying to do here, raise uh, raise awareness and funds for mental health and first responders and veterans, which is the ultimate mission. Everything else is all gravy, but the ultimate goal is to do as much as we can for this community so that we can also raise the awareness, take away the stigma, all that stuff. Like, I, I, it doesn't, like, for me, it, I'm not, like, blind, right? Like, I mean, like, I, I understand how I look. I understand my kind of persona so to speak right so i think there's an obligation for people like me you and a whole bunch of others to like speak out on uh, mental health and how how people like us are affected and what we do to manage it because really it's an everyday thing right like how we manage our mental health we have to do it all the time yeah and and that's the biggest thing especially one another one of the reasons why i wanted to come on the podcast was that you know, like you said, you were physically fit. You were into lots of different activities, especially growing up. You're, you know, especially into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You're into, you know, wrestling when you said when you were younger, you know, into the bodybuilding and all the rest of that. What's very interesting is that, you know, as you learn these types of things, you weren't a natural runner. You even said that. You said just it wasn't your game. It just wasn't it. But it's the simplest thing that we could possibly do. And, you know, there's so many books on the natural running and humans just running and, and over our ancestors and all the rest of that. But for people that are in this job, you know, for first responder work, especially, you know, the people that are around us, our colleagues and so forth. I don't know how many times I see people and they're just like completely beat down. If it's either mental health or if it's their mm-hmm. physical health, right? I mean, uh, let's face it, you're, dude, you, you've got a good setup. You've done very well for yourself, but that's all hard work. But yeah. a lot of the time you get to some people just can't see that. They don't know where to start. That's why, like, in, in having the conversation about the 100-kilometer run that you did back on November 7th, you know, in November there, for people that are listening to it right now, they're, none of this is easy. You know, mm-hmm. getting into these types of events, we can clearly see. I ended up watching, especially when you were out with Kelsey, with uh, yeah. Brass and Unity. You went out for, I think it was like a 50K uh, training yeah. run. Yep. Kelsey, when she was done, and she's an athlete as well, too. Kelsey, when she was done, was wiped. And I remember coming back and talking to a couple other people that follow uh, Brass and Unity as well, too. And they all said, like, man, she looked like she was absolutely toast. But I'm like, she went, she said, zero training. Like, she hadn't done anything yeah. to 50K. Yeah, that's legit, man. Like, going off the couch doing that, man, good for her, man. That's, like, uh, that's that's awesome. I was that's like, that, that is, that takes, like, some cojones. Let me tell you, they'd be able to get out there and just jump at it and do it. Like, well, I think, like, doing stuff like that, I mean, obviously, there's a level of fitness, for sure, obviously. But I'd I'd almost argue there's more mental to that, right? Like it's a it's a it's a mental endeavor rather than a physical one. Look, you're not running fast. Like I'm not running super fast when I'm doing 100k. I'm like it's a slow putter, right? And it's like uh, you're you're doing a bit of a run, you're doing a bit of a walk, you're doing a bit of a run. Like you, that's how you're doing it, right? It's a grind. 
it's a grind. You, that's what you're doing the whole time for 15 hours. So it's not a fast thing. Now, um, so mentally, you got to figure out, like, how the fuck am grind through it? And that was a tough one. The 100K, honestly, man, like, it was hard because the weather was garbage. Yeah, like, it was raining. It was raining, so and... cold. It was raining. And then and there was parts of it was nice, but then parts, again, were not good. So I'd say that was, like, the first 30K, like, was okay. It was cold, but right when we, we went from Chil- uh, PRTC Chilliwack and then got to uh, Abbotsford, uh, we re- we took a bit of a break, had something to eat, and we sat in the truck. Big mistake, because we were sweaty, wet. Right when we got back out, fucking cold, man. Mm. And like like my neck seized up. Like It took about 20 minutes for my neck to just start loosening again. So that was terrible. So it was about, let's see, that took about three hours, three and a half, let's say three and a half hours to get to... Abbotsford and Abbotsford to Peace Search. That was like, oh, we like another five or six hours. That was, I think that was shit. That whole six hours was garbage. <laughs> just was like, garbage. Horrible. And the only reason why, I, only reason why I laugh is like, I, obviously I haven't run a hundred kilometers. I would love to run a hundred kilometers. And it's something that, you know, in my brain, I'm, I'm going to do an ultra here sooner than later. It's just, I'm going to force it to happen. But yeah. I remember when I did my, my marathon, it was like, I went from whatever it was, the 175 plus or 275 plus pounds. And I went down to the, the, you know, 205 that I sit at now. And I think it was at 215 when I ran it, I think it was at my uh, kilometer 30. And I was coming over, I think it's the Burrard Bridge, when you kind of make a left over to go towards Stanley Park. It was the Vancouver Marathon, the BMO. And I remember getting over that bridge, and I saw my wife, and she was there cheering me on. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing. I feel so good. Like, this is going so well. And then the cramp came. And my entire left leg seized up. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I've done a whole bunch of training runs. Yeah, maybe I've pushed this a little bit to where I'm at now. But, like, what the hell do I do with this? And I'm like, I'm suffering and I'm like trying to figure it out. I drug my ass with a cramped up leg with having Charlie horses the entire way, getting passed by 85 year old, you know, seniors on the run Yeah, for all of Stanley Park into downtown Vancouver just to finish the thing out. And I was on pace for like, I think it was like at 335, 340. And it ended up being five, five hours and one minute. What? No, you went. You, but that, you learned a shit ton about yourself in that hour and a bit, though, eh, didn't you? Dude, but I crossed that goddamn line. Yeah, well, well that, that's all. I think crossing the line is awesome, right? But what you learned in that extra hour and a bit, uh, but what you can do and what you're capable of, right? So that's the other thing that I, I recognize. So when you do something that's difficult, obviously, right? And when you succeed at it or you do it, complete it, whatever, um, it elevates your confidence, right? And it makes you feel like more positive. So. After running that 100 kilometers, my confidence is like through the fucking roof. Because for me, that was like something I never in a million billion years think thought I could ever do, number one. Number two, I don't even know how to train for that, man. I'm just like winging it. Like, I'm like how the fuck did I do? Like, no, is, there a, is there a book like, at the library? Is there a book at the uh, library like, I can get for 100, like couch to oh, 100K? Like, <laughs> I, like, yeah, I was like, how did I even you know, I pulled it off because I just put my head down. I just kept doing something. And then when I started getting better at it, then I thought about, okay, how can we leverage this for positivity? Because then I started recognizing, okay, wait a second. Because like in, in life, when I'm around people and stuff, I, for most of my life, I felt like I was, oh, I'm just another guy, whatever, no big deal. I'm just nothing special about me. Absolutely not. Um, and still, I don't think anything special about me, but I think I'm different. Not that I'm better or worse or just, I'm just different. And um, <clears throat> so now I recognize that. 
So how am I different? I'm not good at very many things. And I'm being extremely honest about it. I'm not. I'm good at a couple things, but I'm exceptionally good at them. And so now that I recognize that at the age of 44, I feel like I have an obligation to start making a pivot and using those skills and maximizing them to the to the utmost. And I feel where I'm at right now, I'm not maximizing those skill sets for the collective. And for me, it's about the collective and helping the community and people around me. And I've been taught that from a from a kid and growing up to this 44-year-old guy now. So I, I feel like um, this is the new journey, right? So this year, $30,000, we're going to drive and we're going to lead the way to help raise that. And um, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do my part, which is grinding every single day. Just grind and put it out there. Yep. And then I'll do as much as I can and then I'll... I'll, I'll, uh, and then next year we'll do the same thing again, maybe a couple more longer distance uh, races or whatever. And the goal will be 40000 for next year. And then hopefully by 2024, we would have raised over $100,000 for the veteran and first responder communities for mental health issues. And then in 2025, across Canada, that's like, that is the ultimate plan. I only, and I've been telling people now, like I'm, I'm speaking this into existence. This is going to happen. And I only, for me, I only have three goals out of all of this. Three personal goals. Everything else is really not for me. It's for everybody else. I'm not really getting anything out of this other than my my soul getting filled up with joy by yep. doing it. A little bit right? of positivity, a little bit of share. Which is um, all I need, to be honest. I, I'm not asking for anything else other than that good feeling, right? And um, anyway, so my three personal goals, and people might chick, you know, chuckle or whatever, but Dude, don't um, worry. Don't, say- here's here's the deal. When it comes to this kind of thing, and I, I've been saying this to everybody, and, and and especially we're dealing with podcasting or whatever it might be. Screw the other people, and that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know how many people we've talked to, and you know, I, I listen to any number of inspirational, motivational speakers, whatever it might be. Those people that are out there that sit there and scoff at stuff and laugh at it or poke fun at it and all the rest of that kind of deal. Man, I tune that out, dude. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I guarantee you, you do the exact same thing. But well, no, everybody, no, no, I, I actually, sometimes I don't, sometimes it does affect me actually. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it takes me some time to mentally get my head wrapped around a thing. So usually when they get into competing, let's say when I was competing in bodybuilding or jujitsu, it wouldn't take me too long to get my head in it. It's not a huge task, right? <laughs> it's taken, it's taken me three months to get my mind into the obsessed mind frame for across Canada. So now I'm here. I'm obsessed now and every and now why I feel so confident that it's going to happen it's because every time I get into this state I achieve everything that I say I'm going to achieve. Yeah, you so get it done. Year, I get it done. Last year I didn't even know what the 100 kilometers was. <laughs> like, I had no clue how to raise money. None. Yeah. And I was dealing with a separation and a divorce and losing all kinds of personal whatever. Under those circumstances, I still did the best that I could to raise $21,000 and donate that. And then... Um, Which is no small feat. Mother of God. I, I, you know, the, the, yeah. and, when I, and it, just a little side note there, when I heard about that, and especially when we started seeing the presentation recently, and I know you've been posting a lot about that as well too, and Glo- I think it was Global News, right? Yeah, Global, Global News, News was, yeah, has yeah. been fantastic with the coverage, yep. especially, awesome. and, and, and I was just blown away. I was like, $21,000, anybody that's ever raised money before, it doesn't realize, or if they haven't, they, ha- they don't realize the feat that that is. 
And the cause that it's going to, man, I got to be honest with you, because one day it's going to be my colleagues and the people that I work with, especially, you know, uh, CF veterans, whether it be RCMP, whatever it might be, those people are going to benefit from what you did. So here's my, you know, admiration for you, dude. And I'm going to say thank you so much for doing everything that you do and raising that money. And I know that's a little bit of a side note for you, buddy, but I, I needed to let you know that. First and yeah, foremost, it is extremely yeah. appreciated because it's, like you said, it's extremely hard because you getting into this, it's not like you're attached to one of the, you know, the good charities like uh, Cops for Cancer or, you know, the Canadian Cancer Society or whatever it might be that has like staff and all these giant networks going out there and raising money. Dude, this, you, you did this on your own with your team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, man, we, uh, me and the the group uh, that was that were helping me, um, we we recognized the gap, right? Look, the way I look at everything around me right now, I look at it like right now. Okay, I'm in a band, right? I may be the lead singer of this band, but there's a shit ton of people supporting and helping me make this happen, right? I'm the one with the skills or the physical attributes, but there's a lot of other people that have way more skills than me, and um, that are helping me with putting a lot of this together right so i'm i can't and i wouldn't be able to do any of this by myself what i can do by myself is train and grind that's what i can do and i can do that in silence i don't need people to fucking watch me like all these all the training runs i did i was by myself no one fired me up to go nothing what fired me up to go was my own mental health fired me up to go and then the connection to the money that was getting generated understanding how that's going to help people so i the i was surprised when i was given the check the legion asked me where i wanted the money to go and so they gave me the list of different places that the money so i i um i decided to put it towards ptsd programs and then also canine support uh dogs for for veterans no for me i get emotional thinking about this kind of stuff yep same it's uh it's uh it's important stuff right and i think for me, it's starting to sit in that $20,000 is a lot of money, man. So I feel amazing to have a little part in um, helping raise that money. So obviously, I'm all in to do this all the time now because it makes me feel good. <laughs> so if it's making me feel good, why the fuck am I going to stop? So I'm this is like I'm devoted 100% to run across Canada in 2025. I'm just figuring out how to make that happen logistically. Physically, I know I can do it. Like, I'm not even worried about that part. So it's just me just trying to figure out the logistics and building a team together. And the team is slowly coming together. Nice. I have, uh, I have a, a, a group of guys in, in Surrey, um, a gym called Fit Nation Stronghouse. They have a strength and conditioning coach, physiotherapist, nutritionist, whole sort of nine yards. And uh, they've... Uh, they're donating the, their services for the next four years to help me get my body ready to go, to, ready to go. So they're going to help me. So that's number one. So that's, that was a, a big thing. Cause I'm not arrogant enough to think that I can train myself to run across this country. Um, I'm arrogant enough to think I can run a hundred kilometers by myself, but, <laughs> um, but not across the country. So I'm going to need help for that. And I'm going to be making a ton of sacrifices from my perspective, when you're doing charitable stuff or, service to the community at least from my perspective it's you you should do something that's gonna that other people that you should help other people that aren't able to help themselves right 
and then all, um so that's one of the main reasons why i'm doing all this stuff too right like a lot of people may not be able to help themselves and i think the the person that i am and the skill sets that i have i speak fairly well i look okay so i think i could bring something to the table in terms of trying to help people just as a just as a mouthpiece or as a someone who's doing things to help right yeah <laughs> so and i get fired up man like i mean this is a, like look i'm so the three goals i'm going to tell you what those three goals are i was hoping you'd bring them back dude i want to hear them yeah i just remember i just remembered and these things are going to happen and I'm, i've been telling people this for the last year now slowly our people are starting to really buy into what i'm saying because they're believing my passion they're, now they're actually believing it i'm getting like people from across the country jumping in now it's infectious Anyways, dude. So, it's infectious how could you not because i'm pumped man i'm excited <laughs> like I, I cannot wait to fucking do this that's it. So the three goals are this. When I'm running across Canada, I'm 50 kilometer leg. Goggins is going to run with me. Ooh. And I'm going to have another leg, 50 kilometers. I'm going to have Cam Haynes run with me. And then in 2026, I'll be on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's it. Those they're, three things are going to happen. Then they're done. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And so I, already, I, I, I like, um, you've seen the uh, Avengers, right? And, and Thanos and all that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a bit of a nerd. So, but I, 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 I cite this. I've been saying this quite a a lot lately because it's true i'm inevitable it's gonna happen i'll be running across canada i'll be raising this money it's happening it's inevitable it's already written period so people that may be doubting please don't <laughs> and for those for those that are excited to be part of a movement please join there you go and um and and support the journey and support the cause and i'll i'll have everything all up and running on the website in the next few weeks so people can have a look. I'll be also creating merchandise, some shirts and stuff, whereas 20% of the proceeds of those shirts will be going directly to charity for first responders and veterans. Nice. And and also, it's not just going to be, I'm going to make this like a, a special thing, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm taking this to my only level that I know how to take it to. So I'm, I've, I've got another addition to the team. We've got a, this phenomenal artist. He's a local artist. He is working to become in the law enforcement community. I'm trying to, you know, get him to become an artist. <laughs> Dude, you, it, you're mentoring, but you're also using experience. That's good. Yeah. But he's a phenomenal artist. And um, I want him to show his art. And he's going to be making shirts. Sure, he's designing the shirts. So he's making artwork for the shirts. They're going to be one-of-a-kind pieces of his art on the shirts, but reflecting the um the purpose and the journey of what we're trying to do um represent it'll represent first responders and veterans and mil current military staff in, in a in an artistic way and and it'll uh yeah so we're gonna have 20 percent of the proceeds going to charity once we all kind of rock that stuff out in the in, in the, the new year Dude, and, it, um, yeah. it, it is no shocker to me whatsoever that you have uh, a certain magnetism to what you're doing and, and the positivity that you're putting out there. I think you will definitely see more and more people come into the fold when it comes to the team and the entire effort coming across Canada. I already told you, I said, I'm coming out to support you. I'll be out there. Dude, yeah. if, I get, if I could run, I'm going to be coming out and running with you. If I can support yeah. you by driving behind you at two kilometers an hour, I'm going to be doing man. that too, dude, because yeah. there's nothing more. Like We're definitely missing this. Let me tell you that first and foremost, uh, something so incredible that social media has done for us in law enforcement and first responder yeah. work and whatever it might be, you know, and, and just a, as a society, you know, we see so much garbage that comes out on social media and, and the downside to it, especially when we're working in law enforcement. But the positive side to it is that we have the opportunity to have an individual such as yourself show 
this radiant and radiating, you know, positivity out there that's going to put something out like a run across Canada. Okay. If anybody's looking at this and they say like, okay, well, they're going to run across Canada. I was, you know, I was watching this on the news last year in the summertime or this one five years ago and we saw somebody ride their bike across Canada or, or do whatever across Canada. This is different. This is a run across Canada. Anybody, like the people that are sitting there in their seats and, and scoffing at or whatever, they're just not playing along or just not getting into it or not feeling the vibe of it. You have no idea what it's like to go and run 50K if it's 50K a day or whatever. I'll break the- it down right now, man. So it's, it's, it's uh, right now, if I wanted to do it, I couldn't do it. I'll tell you right now. So I need to really, I need, I'll give you an example. Last year, I trained myself to run that 100K. You know how many hours of vacation leave I used? 200 hours. I was about to say all of it. All of it. <laughs> I used a ton of hours and all my personal time. So all of, like that was all training, right? So for me to run across Canada, I, I have to be able to run 42 to 50 kilometers every single day, number one. Number two, for six months. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Okay, so timing. I mean, it, it, it's so interesting. We get into these conversations, and I'm like, I got my game plan, and I'm like, screw it. The game plan's gone. I Fuck need it, to get man. some details about this, dude. Yeah. I want to know yeah. right now, you're starting to plan stuff out, Satch. What is yeah. the game plan for... Uh, distances, if not like time frame, what what are we looking at time of year? You said six months. We're obviously not doing this in the middle of winter time, so it's got to be late March, late spring. Okay, so early spring. And so the goal I would like to see it finishing November seventh, or sorry, November seventh or Remembrance Day-ish time frame around that. I'd like it to finish then. Okay, right, and then um, and and finishing here. Okay, the, so east coast to west coast. Yeah, man. So I'd, dip, dip, uh, dip in the leg in over in yeah. Newfoundland. I yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. I want to do the Terry Fox dip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, want, I want to do that. Absolutely. I want to get a picture there. Right. Yep. And then, uh, you know, it'll be cold a bit there, but whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah, make it out here. I mean, tentatively six months. Who knows what happens? And that's the goal, right? Yep. And uh, I don't think it's been done. And um, I don't think it's been done. At least yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's been done in six months, and I'd be the first law enforcement officer to ever do it, and I'd be the first person of color to ever do it. Dude. So we're we're talking about uh, transcending everything, right? And and representing our communities the best way we can, and we're doing it with mental health, right? Like I mean, this is the new killer, right? It's what's uh, like I mean, what is it? Twenty two veterans are commit suicide a day. Yep. Right. And yep. that's not just men in general. Right. Men in general, a day is a huge number. So, um, like, it's a clear path. It's like not even a secret. I know exactly what needs to be done, and that's all I'm going to do. And just keep grinding and grinding and grinding. You grind hard enough and long enough, man, it happens. It, it'll just happen. And that's yeah. like, I, I kind of, I'm now I'm interested. I'm peaked. I, I'm interested. I want to know. We, uh, I gotta know when it comes to gear, dude, I'm a gear nerd when it comes to running in that. And, you know, I, I buy whatever I can. I mean, I'm not going out for vapor flies or anything the rest. I kind of jazz cause I'm not like, I don't want to spend $500 on a pair of shoes that I can only use for 200 kilometers. But as your planning goes forward, cause I know there's a lot of people that are gear nuts as well. The run now you're w- working. What were you wearing for the, the hundred K for shoes? So I, I wore, um, I wore two different pair. I wore a Hoka pair. 
Um, and I wore a Brooks Ghost 13. Okay. So you've rocked two different types of shoes. Anybody that's ever run a good distance or any number of distance, if you're not switching halfway, because even with a marathon, God, I wish if I could just change my shoes, even just during the marathon uh, distance for me, I would have been in heaven because my feet were frying. I don't, I have like weird shaped feet and all the rest of that kind of jazz. So it was like trying to deal with these Nike shoes, but like the mindset of what's going on with your feet and what's going to happen in 2025. Dude, are you even thinking about how many pairs of shoes you're going to have to go through for this run? Bro, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to need to get sponsored by Nike. <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, Dude, look, I, you I, I laugh. About, that 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 might... Hey, listen, I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm working on a lot of things right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are in the works that I, I really shouldn't say but don't do it don't um, do it don't curse it yeah and, and don't... there's a lot of there's a lot of positive things happening that um will be will benefit a lot of people and i think um you know we'll leave it at that but in terms of shoes i have like nine right now just for running so just nine pairs depending on the length of the run depending on what i decide to do for the, the run if it's a speed work if it's whatever right because i'm at this point i'm not just training to do long distance man i'll just train everything right like uh you know a little bit of speed a little bit of so usually now what i'm doing is about five or six days a week of just like treadmill runs nothing crazy and then i'll do one long run a week so anywhere from let's say a long run anywhere 15 to 30k or something and then uh during the week 5 to 10k so like right this week is my i started ramping it up so it was about 50k this week i ran i'll probably take it up to 70 hopefully for next week and then we'll keep it around 70 for a bit and then i'll start ramping it up a bit more uh I got to ramp it up even faster, actually, because I got uh, March 22nd. I'm going to be doing the Goggins uh, 4x48. So that's like, what, 50 miles or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually that's yeah, no, I'll be doing enough. Then, as long as I'm in and around uh, 100 kilometers a week, I'll be OK for that one. April 29th, I'm going to Salmon Arm. There's a race up there called Last Person Standing, and that's a four mile loop that yeah, you yeah, have yeah. To, on a on a hundred meter elevation in the, in the trail. So you gotta, you have an hour to do that four miles. So you gotta just keep going. And as soon as you tap out, you're done. So my goal for that is to do a hundred miles in 24. So, and then, then, so that, those are the two main big fundraisers at the beginning of the year. And then in July, I've been invited by a group of veterans in Ontario to join them on the Bruce's trail. Bruce trail. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 900-kilometer ruck march that they want to do. Yep. And it's going to take a month for them to do it. I'll join them for about 100 kilometers. Okay. Uh, ruck mar- I'll do a ruck march with them. And, you know, a lot of that stuff I'm going to film and, you know, post and kind of add to the social media experience. And then... Dude, um, I, I'm, I'm going to be down there anyways. I'm going to be down there for Are almost you? three weeks. That's, okay, that, cool, Dude, awesome. that, goes, that goes from my home region, man. That goes through Niagara. That's Bruce Trail okay. starts in Niagara, man. Perfect, then. Because yeah, uh, we're gonna be. I think the goal for that one, they, um, the the legion out there, I guess they were trying to raise funds for uh, homelessness in Toronto. Okay. So they're trying yeah, to. Help. Yeah. I think the money's. I think they're trying to reach five hundred thousand for that one. And then in September, uh, I know Abbotsford PD puts on the West Coast Run to Remember. It's about one hundred forty kilometers from Victoria to Abbotsford, right? So I think they do forty something kilometers each day. Different group of uh, members. I'll do all four days. So I'll do all, uh, 140 kilometers all four days. Nice. Um, so that'll be, again, like a fundraising experience and filmed and all that kind of stuff. And that'll lead into November 6th for this year's Run to Remember. We'll keep it the same. 100 kilometers, Chilliwack PRTC to YVR. 
And yeah, hopefully we can get the RCMP to escort again. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Bring out some of the traffic units, go and do that. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah, uh, it, was, it was cool. When it comes to, you know, there's something to be said, especially with the organization that I work for, there's something to be said about stepping up at times when organizations, colleagues, you know, fo- you know, groups focused on doing good. Uh, mm-hmm. They really have a tendency to really step up. And I, you know, it, it honors me to be a part of the organization at times such as those. Um, and, and it's, yeah, if they can help out in any way, I'm sure that's what they, they'll do, right? So, yeah, and, and, and having a police cool. escort in the side of the highway is always kind of nice too, if you're working. It was, it was, well, it was, so it was cool, but I think what's more important that for me, at least I try to remind myself this all the time. We were on the highway with the police escort. What does that automatically do? That gets people to see what's going on. Yep. And then people start asking questions. What's that about? So when they, why do they do that? If the traffic starts stopping, they're going to be going to the newspaper. What the fuck happened? So in that, in, uh, the next day in Richmond paper, they were talking. The news was talking about the, the highway was messed up because of this, that, and the other. They were doing this for the charity. So it it adds to the experience. It yep. adds to the exposure. So. The RCMP helped get more exposure, so it was a it was a benefit. It was and not just for uh, safety for us, but also to help raise more awareness. So it was it was um, awesome, dude. I'm always stoked to see the the flag being flown. You know, especially for good good stuff like this. Like it's just so important that we that we uh, help out and we you know we, we take part in those types of events. So I'm I'm stoked that people were there to help. But it's not even just for um, the local communities; for each other, right? That's right. I'm running, and I was on the 91 uh, with a couple of my the colleagues that were with me running, and then there was like the sports staff and everybody. And um, at this point, we we're like I don't know, man, like 13 hours in or something. And I felt like I felt like garbage. Like I was like, don't talk to me. Like you, you, you just couldn't think properly, right? Your, your feet are soaked. Your body is just like absolutely torn up. I can imagine everything was just a drain. Like like the glycogen stores in my body were all gone, right? So that means I couldn't think straight. Exactly. No right? carbs, right? It, it was all gone, right? Because I, I, like, I burned 10,000 calories that day, right? So it was all gone, or maybe even more, like 12,000. But but it was, um. so we had a member that was driving beside me, and she's, uh, she's one of my neighbors, actually. And um, she was driving, she opened up the window, and, and this really got to me. She said something, she goes, this is the highlight of my career. And I was like, most mine too. Right. Like that was pretty fucking awesome. Someone who's been serving the community for, let's say, 15, 20 years. And they're saying that out of everything, that was the highlight of their career. That's another that's another positive thing that this brings out. We're helping the um, people that need help with money and, and services. But we're helping each other by raising each other's morale and our own mental health by doing something positive for the community and it makes us all feel better about it. So, um well, I mean, what better thing that, I mean, I can't do anything better than that, man. Like, that's an awesome. Like, that makes me feel good that I was able to do that for her. Just running. Like, you, like you would, you'd be amazed at the ripples that you're going to see, the effect that comes out of that and from the positivity. Because, you know what, these days, it's, it's, you just don't see it. You know what I mean? And it's not oh. like it's, you know, we're, we're starting to have a general enlightenment in 20, well, whatever it's 2022 now but we starting to yeah. see it in the last couple of years especially with the pandemic coming through we're starting to yeah. see this more and more people coming forward more and more i'm suggesting and, and i'm referring more and more members and and you know people involved in, in several different types of first responder work towards getting into and speaking with counselors speaking with psychologists mm-hmm. speaking with psychiatrists you know whatever it might be and and we need to have more of it 
You know, and I, I, I and I'm sure you'd probably agree with me, Satch, in saying that yep. like it's 2022, it's not 1995. I'll tell you, this is my thinking. I'll tell you exactly where it is. I, I could be wrong, right? Um, but this is my perspective. Okay, so we, um, if you work out and exercise, you get a massage. You maybe you get uh, physiotherapy, or that's normal, right? So we deal with shit every fucking day at work. Well, you're not going to go get therapy. Like that's your massage for your brain, man. Like that makes any sense. Like logically, it doesn't make sense to me. Like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you fix that part? Like what's wrong with you? Like <laughs> I say, I say the exact same stuff when people come to me, and you know, I have the conversation, and I'll tell stories, and and the biggest thing for me, and it was a real reckoning for me, and, and a learning experience was that I had to get over myself in the sense that you know what I've been through, what I've seen, what I've had to deal with, and all the rest of that was just mine to you know my own burden, and and I have to just deal with that. But then what we're not realizing is is that if we don't talk about it and we don't share our experiences and so on and so forth, we're not helping each other. Yeah. Right. Cause then what you're going through, you know, there's going to be tenfold that many people out there as well too. Listen, especially for the people that are listening to this podcast. I mean, obviously I got Satch on, we're talking about the run, but it's what this is for, what this is, you know, it, it's, it's promoting positive mental health change as well too. getting out there and getting fit, especially in this particular job that we work in, in first responder work, as well as what it benefits, which is going to be obviously uh, the, the Legion, right. And, and, you know, the efforts yeah. towards PTSD and, and raising money to go for the initiatives with that guys and girls and everybody else that's in first responder work, it's time to step up and actually take care of ourselves. It really is. Like I said, it's not 1995 anymore. Nobody is going to put you down for seeking the assistance that you require and that you need. Like Sachi you said it yourself with the massage, you go out there and get a massage, you get a sore muscle, you but get a even, massage. Even still, if someone's going to talk to you, them anyway man who cares because it's your health right someone's gonna talk shit about you having a broken arm well, you need to still get it fixed like, yeah. you're not gonna walk around the thing broken <laughs> yeah it's still broken it makes no fucking difference right so who fucking cares someone's gonna like I, like i so i get sometimes i've been well not sometimes people say to me often well at least lately they have been it's like oh you're so strong to say something or you're so strong to speak out i go no i'm just gonna say what are you talking about this is what i'm what i feel right like uh I don't feel like I'm being strong. I'm just saying what I feel. And if someone's got something to say, I'll, I'll talk to them. They're more than welcome to talk to me. I have no problem talking or debating or having an int- intellectual or intelligent conversation with someone. That's not a problem. But you got to have like some grounds to say that that's silly or, you know, you're stupid or or what's wrong with you or your baby, like any of that kind of stuff. I mean, I, like, clearly I'm not a weak person, right? Because I ran 100 kilometers. What are you talking about? So that that's kind of what I'm trying to make the connection, right? Like, we all have problems. Everyone has issues. Everyone has their own battles they deal with. Some are maybe more significant than others or may cause more damage to their life than others. But, I mean, every, everyone has the right to get this shit together and have assistance or some guidance to get it done, right? Like, And there's, so lo- and there's lots of it. And there's lots of it out there for first responders in, in Canada. There really is. And especially, I mean, obviously, you know, this is a first responder podcast is what we do is what we, we cater to. It's the people that we try to bring out and we try to promote, you know, positivity within uh, the first responder job and the after work hours and the off duty hours. 
And I can only imagine that this episode, I think, is going to ring true with so many different people, especially when it comes to those uh, seeking some form of motivation to get out there. And who knows, maybe if it's a running thing, it's a running thing. Maybe it's if it's a working out thing, you know, the fitness side of it, like the strength training, maybe it's that. I don't care whatever you do. If it's you go out and curl, like, okay, go out there and do whatever makes you happy. Is it a positive difference or in your go, life? Or, or, even just, or even just go for a walk. And go for a walk. Start off that way. Yeah. But like yeah. you said, it's, you know, you were saying that, uh, you know, you ran a hundred kilometers, so you got to be strong. Well, I'll tell you, dude, like, you know, that, that's strength right there. You know, the, the strength yeah. to be able to step up and be able to say like, Hey, I, I got to get some help. That's strength. Honestly, man, I think, um, the smartest thing I ever did was, uh, well, so I, I obviously I went through a divorce, right. Mm-hmm. And that precipitated me to reflect on my life. What did I do? How did I do it? And what behaviors caused what? Um, and how do I make the correct changes in behavior so that the same things don't happen in the future, right? So like everything I do, when I do it, I go all in, right? So lucky or not, maybe the pandemic happened. I unplugged out of everything for about two years and just focused on my mental health. That was it. And I was going through some serious, 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 like shit. And, um, so it was up and down trying to figure out how to manage that, right? And, I don't want anyone to feel how I felt, man. Like that was some uh, shitty, uh, didn't feel good. It did. So, I can only imagine it didn't feel good, brother. So um, I didn't want to feel that way. So I needed to figure out what I needed to do to get better. So I focused a lot. And my life was all over the place, man. Like everything, nothing was in the right order. So I needed to figure it out. So I spent significant time. Like some, I was going like two or three days a week to the psychologist. Sometimes I was doing it. And then, um, so now, so, but through all that, through that and through me working also, right? Like, so I can go to see my psychologist and talk, but then go off and not do work, right? So I was also doing a significant amount of work outside, like with myself, like at home and then doing a lot of the therapy and everything. I was like fully involved, right? Yep. So and then I got medication, and then so with the medication, that provided further clarity. So now I feel, after that 100-kilometer run, I am who I'm supposed to be and who I should have been my entire life because I've put the work in to fix what I needed to fix, or not fix, that's not even the right word, um, address some of the issues that I had and then make some changes in, in, in behavior, right? And understanding how I think and how to use that to my benefit. So now I feel like, it's crazy, man. Now I feel like an entirely different person. I speak differently. I think differently. My action, like I'm actually a different person than I was a year ago. So it gives me significant amounts of confidence that in one year I've had this much progress. Where What kind of, pro- and not physical, I'm talking about mental progress. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, in another five years, where am I going to be mentally? What am I? What am I going to be able to accomplish? Not physically, but just through my words and actions. How many people will I be able to help or help influence into a uh, a better or a positive situation? So I've already decided what I'm doing with my life. Right, in my current job, it's a great job. The law enforcement community is amazing, but it's not the job for me. And I think for me, I've come to the realization I've been doing something for 16 years that I thought was what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But after further soul searching, I've realized it isn't. So not that I'm unhappy. It's just I have to make the pivot and to do something that's actually authentically who I am, which is serving the community. But at a level that I can't do where I'm at now. So 
I need to affect change and I'm not affecting any change whatsoever where I'm at. I'm just another pawn, which is not a problem, but I need more. I need to be doing more. Otherwise, I don't feel like I'm a productive person. I become self-destructive and I do get involved with negative things, right? So I have to like continuously be on the grind. For me, that's what I have to do all the time. Yeah, dude. And I think, you know, we're seeing that strength, we're seeing that pull forward. And I think that that vision that you have is going to be an absolute asset to the goal of 2025 and the goal of going across Canada and being able to run that. Now, I, I'll be, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this in that, you know, I'm going to have to have you on for a part two, dude. hundred percent. I'm going to end up having, and that's the thing is the beauty of this whole thing is that we're, I'm going to have you on for part two, but I, what I want to say is this is that I am so excited based on everything that you got going on, based on the positivity that you're bringing forward, based on the message that you're putting out. This is going to be an incredible three years, you know. For everybody. For everybody. Moving forward for everybody that's involved. You know why? In- I have another, uh, it's not my saying, but I say it all the time. The rising tide raises all ships, right? So we need to create a movement where it creates a fucking tsunami and then all the ships go up, right? And then everything. We are going to see change regardless of, you know, if there's going to, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be things that come up in the near future here, but I have full faith and full trust after seeing everything and talking with you again, brother, and being able to see what you have planned for the 2025 for the next year. You said you've got your 600 K runs coming in. You've got everything moving on to close it out. I want to say this such, I want to give you the opportunity to be able to tell people where to find everything, where to find you, where to find you online. If it be Instagram, your website, I've obviously got your website right here in front of me and that tell everybody where the best place to find you is and the best way to get involved. Sure. So the best way to get uh, in contact with me, get involved, anything is uh, through my Instagram account. Now, Unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, uh, yesterday it was hacked and I have to start all over with a new account. But I'm actually kind of happy about that because now I'm more fucking pissed and amped up to get that really fired up to get way more people on there to join the, the community and, and join the, the fight, what we're trying to do. So um, Instagram is S-A-C-H dot I-N dot motion. So Satch dot N dot motion. Uh, Instagram and then my website suchinmotion.com and um, I'm updating the website as well so hopefully in the next few weeks that'll look a little bit more flashier well, I mean it actually looks pretty good now but it'll, dude it it'll looks pretty more, good uh, it looks yeah, pretty it, good it'll, 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 it'll be more streamlined a little bit uh, it'll have some more media on there like some of the interviews and and uh, podcasts we're gonna put the podcast on there on the website as well so I want to be able to also help and support the people that are helping and supporting me through this journey right so being on podcasts such as yours is extremely helpful and um, being able to speak to you and understand your perspectives is also helpful for me. So I think it's a uh, it's a benefit to you, me, and everybody that we support each other with everything that we do. And um, yeah, man. So that's that's the places you can get a hold of me, and then that's it, brother. I am ex- so excited to be able to see everything come forward the next couple of months. I'm gonna get down to the LMD. We're gonna meet up, dude. I gotta go for even a, a short go, run man. with you. We gotta go out yeah. for something. If I gotta run beside you on a treadmill. Once those yeah. goddamn gyms open back up again, whatever we yeah. got to get going, we're going to get going. Brother, thank you so much for coming on. I'm, no worries, man. I'm Thanks, stoked man. to see what happens. And uh, dude, you're coming back on. I You have a full invitation okay, to come Anytime on. Anytime you want me on, I'll be your, I'll be your like uh, third person, right? Anytime you want me on, let me know. I'm ready. Oh, dude, you're coming on. It's going to be yeah. awesome, brother. All right, man. All right. 
everybody stay safe do what you do make sure that you check out the podcast if you have a first fellow first responders and need any kind of assistance make sure that you contact you know your resources get in touch talk to people do whatever you got to do put them in touch with the the podcast put them in touch with us if somebody just needs a laugh send them over to the unreasonable grounds podcast you can find us everywhere spotify uh oh jesus what else we got uh spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio app, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever the hell it is, you're going to find the podcast and check it out. What I say to everybody is stay safe out there.